Many men wish death upon, and he just starts nodding his head. Episode 124 Knee Brace Radio. It's another edition of KBR Bets. It's Thursday, December 16th. Nick, we're almost to Christmas. Let me be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Is there anything else you want to tell me, too? On top of that? Happy early birthday. It's tomorrow. Don't think I forgot. There you go. All right. I mean, I, had, it's I, just, I just had to check. I just had to well, check. Well, you know what? Check it off your list, buddy, because I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for your birthday. You're here. So. You're queer, and we're ready. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't. So, happy early birthday. Nick, how you feeling, my friend? Uh, I'm my, my kid is sick. She has an ear infection. Um, of course, whenever your kid gets sick, guess what happens? You get sick. sick. So, I'm sick, but I'm here. This is my Jordan flu game. Let's go. Let's do it. I hear you. Um, this is kind of a little bit of a throwback to, and we're going to get back into doing two episodes a week, but the episode where I talked about when I picked up Chance's shit, but I puked because I got it on my hand. Yeah, uh, I was on a call today, and for people that are watching or watching the video, over my left shoulder, the cat's litter box. It is an automatic litter box, Nick. It has a grate that pulls the shit and then like basically hides it in a little secret compartment. I was on a demo today, right? The cat took a shit, and for some reason, the smell was just not going away. I walked over there. It was the most repulsing smelling shit I've ever had. And it, it was stuck in the prongs of the, the grate as it was dragging through the litter box. So you can't I have med butt. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sick, but I have gagged at least twice today. So we're kind of in the same boat, but not really. But Thank you for your service. But, no, well, I mean, you're welcome. Um, the cat should be one really thanking me. But... I digress, Nick. It's been a crazy fucking week for NCAA football. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you who else is sick. Um, Florida State. Oh, big sick. Are they big sick or are they big mad or both? They're they're down bad. I know that. Oh, that's literally a fact. Um, what is are they? What's worse that they were like, "Hey, Dion, we love you and all, but can't be a head coach here. Can't sit here. Seats already taken. Mike Norvell's here." Or that they lost the number one recruit. Which is the worse? Which which is the cut and which is the salt in the wound? I mean, I, I think I think what's worse is the recruit. Because I mean Dion going from never having coached college football to straight I mean, ne- never having coached really really at any level other than high school to straight to a power five, um pa- I mean power five school that has won a national championship in the last ten years. It's a, it's a bit of a jump, and people might ridicule Florida State and be like, whoa, they're really grasping at straws here. So, I mean, I get it. I get I get what Florida State was doing by hiring Mike Norvell. But, counterpoint, now that Dion went 11-1 and this year, won the SWAC, is going to the Celebration Bowl, um, and you did and, – and, and, and instead of being like, hey, maybe we test the waters on Dion and see, what, see, what's, see what's happening over here. See what's happening. Um, what they do is they extend Mike Norvell. Mm-hmm. They ext- they what they, they had him an, another year, another six years. What what was? I I think it was like an original six year deal. And they added another yeah. year on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, extending Mike Norvell, like, what could possibly go wrong there, Nick? Um, Dion might be like, you know what, fuck y'all, and steal a recruit, the number the number two recruit in the country, the only five star uh, high school college recruit. To ever sign with an FCS program. Times are changing, folks. Times are changing. Let me tell you, that video was great. Normally, I hate the videos where the guy like puts on a hat and he's like, "Now fuck this school," and then like take he takes off his jacket and he's wearing a different school. He's like, "Ah, now fuck them too." This one I liked for because it's the underdog winning. The small guy finally fucking got it, man. The the little guy in the rowboat, he finally caught the whale, and this dude is going to get paid, Nick. Paid. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Travis Bra- Hunter, man. Brady, Bra- Tom, man. Tom Brady's already passing out nil deals. Um, you know, I have to. I have to imagine Dion's going to be. I mean, I don't know if he can pass out nil deals to his own players. I, I highly doubt he can. I don't think he can, but I'm sure Barstool could. Oh, I'm sure Barstool can. I'm sure that um, any other company out there is going to. I mean, I, it's. I mean, I, I don't. I don't mean to get like you know, uh, corporate here, but the the story of a, of a Florida kid going to, like spurning a school like Florida State, Florida, all the SEC schools to go to an HBCU. That place. That's that's going to mm-hmm. sell. Um, and it's also gonna it's it's gonna blaze the trail for other other student athletes that want to follow him. I mean, this isn't the first time. I I forget who it was. The Jets drafted uh, a player out of an HBU school in the first round. HBCU, sorry, in the first round back in like the nineties. It, it's not unheard of. Like there are guys that have gone to HBCU schools, smaller schools, even just normal FCS schools that have got drafted into the NFL relatively highly. And had really, really great success. Yeah, uh, Ever let's, heard of a guy let's, named... let, let's let's go through it. Um, have you heard of Walter Payton? Um, yes, have, I have. Have, have. Have you heard of Jerry Rice? Uh, yes, have, have you heard of Ter- Terrell Owens? Yes, I have. Uh, have you heard of um, Steve McNair? Yes, I have. Or Nick. Uh, Doug Williams? Yes, I have. Nick. Um, Michael Strahan? Yeah. Have Have you heard of him? H- HBC- Pretty good. HBCUs. The, people are saying that there's this giant drop off in talent. And there's not. Look, this isn't 1975 anymore where you got to read up in the newspaper about what the guy at uh, Alabama did. You can get film anywhere, anyway now. So, like, to say, like, oh, well, they're not going to have eyeballs on them. Bullshit. Like, you can get... Dudes are getting recruited from, like, freaking seven-on-seven schools in the middle of Iowa or Nebraska, or fucking wherever. Pick a state in the Midwest. Pick a flyover state. And they're landing at Boise State. They're landing at these big schools. And guess what happens? They wind up in the NFL. I don't know. Little linebacker uh, for the Cowboys. Played 7-on-7 seven on, seven on high school, Nick. Went to Boise State. He's doing pretty well for himself. So or, the or, narrative is just Or, or a guy like um, the, the fucking... The Patriots' first-round draft a couple years ago. Kyle... Second... Yeah, yes. He went to... It was the second round. It was their first pick in the draft. He went to Lenore Ryan University. Lenore Ryan... I think it's D3. Our, D2. Our, D, get, D2. Get your facts straight. It's, that it's, was one it's of my a, offers. It's a D2 school. And you're, in you're, Hickory, North Carolina. You're going to tell me that this D2 school has enough coverage to get a safety drafted in the second round, but an FCS school, Division One, uh, AA for all the boomers out there, um, doesn't have enough coverage to, they, to get a kid drafted. They've played on ESPN2 and ABC multiple times this year, and guess where they're going to be playing again for their bowl game? They're going to be playing on ABC. Like, they, they, you're getting coverage now. Like, these smaller schools, especially, uh, I don't know, Nick, ever heard of anything called ESPN Plus? You get every game known to man. I could watch fucking Chinese ping pong if I wanted to on that thing. Like, it, the coverage is there. It, it I mean, it doesn't matter. It, again, it doesn't matter where you go unless you're entering the transfer portal because then it really matters where you're going. Yeah, the the transfer portal this year, I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. It's it, it's it, it, you just want to well, you want to rip through them like how we did with HBCU schools really quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Quinn Quinn Ewers, ouch, but Quinn Ewers. Okay, so Texas. little little backstory here. Um, I feel a little, a little used. I should. We all should have seen this coming. Because Why is that? because. Quinn, Quinn Ewers, um, so he was committed to Texas in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he decommits when the NIL stuff comes out. Okay. Or around the same time. He decommits and commits to Ohio State. Now, at the time when the NIL stuff came out, Texas high school students couldn't profit off of their name, image, and likeness. So, so he, enrolled he enrolled early at Ohio State to take advantage of his $1.4 million in NIL deals. Sits out the whole entire year, takes two snaps the entire season, transfers back home to Texas to take advantage of his million-dollar NIL deals, plus whatever else he's going to make on top of that. You know what, Nick? I feel I used. I, I, you know, the money's, the money's on the nightstand. I've been used. 
You can't knock the hustle, though, man. Oh, absolutely you really not. Can't. Absolutely not. But I could be a I I could be a sore loser about it. Well, you can, or you could be like the writing was on the wall. Yeah. You look at Quinn Ewers, and you're like, that is not an Ohio State football player. That is a man that belongs in the South, whether it be Louisiana at LSU in Texas, he Mississippi. You look at that bleach blonde mullet. He looks like he should be playing at Coastal Carolina, not Ohio State. That should have been the first giveaway. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's better to have loved than lost, though never loved at all. Uh, so they say. Um, so he's returning back to the original school he committed to. LSU, they now have three quarterbacks on scholarship. They, they Their boy, play the music, coming home, I'm coming home, tell the world I'm coming home. I don't know why you would ever want to play for Brian Kelly. I do get it, but, like, also, he's such a nerd. Like, did you see that video of him with the recruit, and they were like, <laughs> back-to-back dancing with the 360 camera going? Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. And then and then they lose Max Johnson. Max Johnson, he's going to go back. He's He hasn't committed yet, but he's going to go to Texas A&M because his brother, the tight end, just committed out of high school to Texas A&M. Yeah. You know, and what's sneaky going under the radar during all this, did you see the pictures of what Lane Kiffin did with his recruit? The photo shoot he did? No, I have not. They bas- He basically did, like, the, um, I don't want to say a fuckboy photo shoot, but, like, more or less a fuckboy. Oh, they yes. Were yes, I like saw this. The off-white shirt clothing. Yes. They were posing and, and, and around and their they cars. they hoodies. Yeah, exactly. They did, like, a jersey swap of hoodies. Yes. That's a guy you want to go play for if you're in high school. Like, he, he gets the players. He understands Twitter. When he fucking, he unfollowed everybody except for Arch Manning on Instagram, that shit's funny. Like, he gets it. Like, I want to go play for him. I don't want to play for Brian Kelly doing a weird, like, the the finger guns dance that a dad does at a wedding. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I mean, I do declare my family, my family just cannot wait to be at Louisiana State University. The, the, the best. Sounds like fucking Foghorn Leghorn. Well, I was going to say it was it was Michael Scott in the office when they're doing, there's been a murder that episode. <laughs> and it was Andy saying, it's more like Charleston, like molasses just falling out of your mouth. That's like basically what it was. But so, we'll so, say, we'll, I was going to say, we'll stay in the South. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. What, three-year starter at Auburn? Yes. Two and a half year yes. starter? Leave it as a graduate it, transfer, so good for him. Got his degree done. Where, but where is he going to go? Like, I, I, I don't understand. I I don't know. There there's there are some openings. All right. So going through this, well, I think we'll get to Bo Nix eventually. Um, but all right. So so Quinn Ewers to Texas. Eli Ricks, the quarterback from LSU, um, who just he had a, he had shoulder surgery this year. Um, freshman, um, third third team All American. Uh, going. I mean, he's going to a team that really needs his help in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really needed him. Really needed. Yeah, him. I mean, everyone knows Bama short for commits. Um, and then uh, offensive tackle from Oregon going to BYU. Um, who's other? Who are some other? Dylan Gabriel, the uh, the UCF quarterback, entered the transfer portal and then immediately went to UCLA. Mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a bad fit, I don't think. Um, a little guy named Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler going from from going from OU where Caleb Williams usurped him, um, and going to uh, going to USC following Lincoln Riley. Not the right USC. He's going to South Carolina to Shane. Go Beamer. Cox, baby. Go Spurs Cox. Up. Also, the tight end. I'm drawing a blank on his name from or er, from Oklahoma. Austin Stogner. Yeah, he he just committed there. I mean, I guess they make it makes sense. Um, USC Slovis. He's transferring. Keaton Slovis, yep, he's he's transferring out. Um, and then Jalen Berger, uh, shout out our guys over at uh, over Untapped Keg, leaving Wisconsin um, to go to Michigan State, following Kenneth Walker's footsteps. Uh, speaking of which, K- Kenneth Walker going to the NFL. He's gonna he's skipping the bowl game this year. Um, Nothing worse than when boomers are like, could you believe they're abandoning their team? Could you believe they're choosing to make millions of dollars and not blow their knee out? Yeah, I could. Can you believe that? Just the scum of the earth. Yeah, Bo, Bo Nix, I mean, the, 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 little, the little prediction thing, just big question mark. No, no idea where he's going. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like He had the perfect spot at Auburn, and I know college football coaches aren't listening to idiots like us on the internet, or they're not really you know, tuning into, like, sports betting websites and stuff, but everybody knows, like, Bo Nix is, like, 
he's not like anything great. Like uh, you always bet against Bo Nix. He's not anybody that's like a huge name that I would see. Like I really do, like where is he? I could see him fucking going to like not a mid major, but like, somewhere like Oregon State, like just an irrelevant Power Five team. Missouri, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, so. Uh, all right, Keaton Slovis, Max Johnson, again, of course, leaving LSU. Probably going to go to Texas A&M. Um, Zach Calzada, who, I mean, com- coming into the year was the backup and comes in and actually really kind of shows out, beats Alabama um, mm-hmm. for Texas A&M. Uh, he's going to transfer. No idea where he's going. Um, you have to imagine that he's going to go somewhere where he's going to make a difference right away because, I mean, if, if he's, he sees that he, you know, he made a mark and now he's like, all right, time to get the fuck out of town. Uh, the issue with that is, though, he just cost himself a job for life because Zach Calzada could stay in College Station and be a car salesman and make a very comfortable living. That's hey, very I'm true. the guy who beat Alabama. I took down Saban. Took down Saban. Um, but, yes, yeah, Spencer Rattler to South Carolina. Um, apparently, Jack Miller entered the um, transfer portal for Ohio State. Um, so, right now, it looks like Kyle McCord and C.J. Stroud are the only two quarterbacks on the roster. Um, well, they're, I'm sure they filled that yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Check this out. Um, tell me if this name sounds familiar. Nick Scalzo. Oh, baby. Our boy from Last Chance U. Nick Scalzo going – he's transferring from, uh, from, from, UK, from UK going to Samford. Samford in Georgia. I'm guessing that's an FCS school. Yeah, Samford Bulldogs. Yep. He um, had uh, quite a few NIL deals. He was he was big on TikTok with NIL. Oh, yeah? Get that bag, King. <laughs> but that, that, that covers quarterbacks. Um, running backs, we talked about Jalen Berger. Um, a Georgia Tech running back, Jameer Gibbs, is going from Georgia Tech to Alabama. They really need the help, apparently. Um I, I don't. None of, none of the other ones really jump out at me as being huge, huge, uh, you know, difference makers. And then Jaden Hazelwood going from uh, Oklahoma uh, to Arkansas. Uh, I, I hope he fits in well there. Um, you know, we're entering right now for college football. This is going to be talked about how college basketball is referred to as like when um, Coach K and all those guys officially like bought into the one and done scheme. Where right now, base, we're essentially the first stages of not having to sit out, being able to transfer, and as Lane Kiffin said, having free agents. This is like this time frame we're living through right now is the one and done where they're gonna be like, these all they do is go to the transfer portal and grab players. They don't get any homegrown guys. It's gonna be the same argument of Calipari going and only getting one and dones. That's what we're gonna see here in college football in the next. I don't know what two to three years we're gonna start getting that. It's basically the guys that are like, and I I'm guilty of this, like bitching about when the Yankees just bought players in the '90s and 2000s. Like that's what we're getting to. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out and if it actually has. I think it's gonna more than likely have a positive impact on the uh, you know Division One FCS and FBS. But we'll see. I mean, I don't really know. It's gonna be interesting to see. But moving from tra- the transfer portal back, sort of into into recruiting. Um, I mean, yes, yesterday was fun. I mean, I, I, I love signing day, but to be honest, there's absolutely no one in the world that keeps up, that keeps track of it. It's, it's, you have to be a madman. Like you, I saw a tweet. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was John Highslop or it was somebody, I think it was Slop. And he was like, just remember if that 18 year old kid decides that he doesn't want to go to your school. Fuck him, and he's overrated. And, like, that's really, like, <laughs> like who – like, I, I just – and maybe it's just because I do not have a school. We never officially figured out what school I was going to have to root for. But I, I just don't understand it. Like, I, I can't see myself, like, freaking out over, like, a recruiting class. And it's like, we got the ninth best running back in the state of Texas. It's like, dude, he's going to be on the bench for three years, like, if he ever get, if he ever even makes it now. Well, I, I mean, that, I mean – I'm kind of on the other side of the fence where I do have a football team, and I, I, I knew coming into this year that Travion Henderson was going to be the truth. And and sure enough, Travion Henderson was almost a Heisman finalist. That's a true freshman. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, CJ Stroud, I didn't, I didn't really have a read on him. I mean, I, I, I was, I was more, I was more enamored with Justin Fields um, than I was uh, worried about CJ Stroud. I was excited about Quinn Ewers because you know yeah. he was like the, the what the, in the butt. The, yeah, but, I mean he was you know the Is second he the second highest ever rated quarterback yeah. on Vince Young. Yeah. Okay. No, that, that was for Texas. That was Texas, oh, so highest, Texas. Okay. highest recruit. He was – I mean, I think he might be the, te- the the highest recruit to ever go to Texas, even more than Vince Young. But he's graded out as, like, the second-best recruit ever besides Trevor Lawrence. Dude, I don't know. And I think I that might be recency bias, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, it was 24-7 really, like, in the trenches for Peyton Manning and Tom – you know what I mean? Like – it's very everything is very subjective because of how the internet has taken over and like we talked about you can get film on everybody now like fucking who you know name a quarterback from the middle of nowhere that wound up having a good NFL career like you know what I mean like I, I don't know but um yeah you have to be a crazy person like to keep up with this like I I get actual national signing day where you're like oh okay cool like you can just go to your Ohio State and go to Wake Forest, UNC, whoever's Twitter account and just keep up with it. But if you were like in the dog days of summer being like the crystal ball prediction on 24-7 says this three-star lineman is going to be coming to NC State. It's like, who gives a fuck, man? Who cares? <laughs> uh, you're other great, other you're than that kid and his family, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're 32, have two kids, and you have to put food on the table. Like, Stop looking at 24-7 at work. Um, shout out 24 seven. I'm pretty sure that's where Nick was getting a lot of his info from before, but, uh, um, I do. I, lo- I love, I love the 24 seven website. I really do. No. Yeah. They, and shout out Miller and Bolton. Cause they were like the guys that really, um, Bud Elliott, when I, when I first started following him and listening to him, that's when I like actually got into 24 seven. There's a ton of great info there. And, but yeah, and no. also as a side note, national signing day, or at least early signing day, I do have a couple shout outs, Kyle, uh, not Go a big deal. It. Um, Shout out my cousin, Charlie Kenrich. Okay. Uh, tight end from East Lakota High School, signed National Letter of Intent to play at Purdue. Go Boilermakers. Boiler up. Let's go. Uh, what's his rating, Nick? Um, Three star? I think he might even be a four star. I'm not kidding. Ooh. But he's got to be a pretty smart kid to get into Purdue. Yes. He, he is a smart kid. Purdue um, is infamous for sending out baseball letters to people that have no shot of ever playing college baseball, let alone Division One. Okay, all right, look, I, I got it up. Charlie Kendrich, he is a three-star recruit. Um, I know your cousin better than you do. That's okay, but check it out. Check it out. He's he's top top one thousand in the country. He's seven sixty-eight in the nation. Uh, damn good. The forty-second rated tight end, the twenty-second player in Ohio. That's, you know what they say about Ohio? They breed football players. Yeah, 6'4", 220. He's a, he's a big kid. Um, Sounds like a very similar body type to a guy that went to a school as a tight end and then maybe became an edge rusher and then like is like really, really good and maybe he's going to be in a Hall of Fame and they say, uh, hey, JJ. So maybe he... Yeah, who knows? Go, who knows? Becomes an edge rusher and then Nick gets paid and KBR <laughs> really takes off. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, and, then, and then also I have to... Um, Shout out a kid, a kid that he's he's the younger brother of a guy that I went to high school with, um, and he went to he went to my high school. Uh, Three star quarterback, Ethan Vasco, out of Oscar Smith High School, Chesapeake, Virginia, um, two time back to back six A state championships for Oscar Smith. He was a starting quarterback as a, as a sophomore, junior, and senior. Um, the number 78 quarterback in the nation uh, signed with Kansas. Kansas? Yeah, he signed with, signed with Kansas. Go, go Jayhawks. Start right away. Yeah. Go Jayhawks, baby. <laughs> Rock chalk. Um, yeah. He, w- he, originally was, he originally was committed to Old Dominion. And he, 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 oh, he decommitted. Uh, he decommitted and committed to Kansas. Good for him. Hopefully that man gets an NIL deal. Go Jayhawks. Um, we're going to have to, now we have two guys we can really root for to try to get the bag. So that way we can try to get some crumbs. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Just crumbs. So. I, I shouted you out on my podcast. Now we're pay the favor. Now. Yeah, exactly. You scratch my back. I scratch yours. That's what I always have been told. Um, 
Lastly here, let's get into a little bit of bowl season. Bowl season just is like a two-year-long event, it seems like, which I'm not complaining about. It is a little bit ridiculous when you have like the Duke-Mayo Bowl getting kicked off at like 11.40 a.m. Eastern time on like a Tuesday. <laughs> like I, I, I love I, – I, I, I do love it. I really do love it though because I can wake up and I just flip the TV on to like CBS and what the fuck do you know um, fucking – you know, James Sa- Madison in North Dakota State, or like, no, actually, that's a bad example, FCS schools. But BYU and UAB are playing. Western Michigan and Nevada are playing already. I'm like, let's fucking go. So I think I liked it, and I probably more when I was in an office setting, because like you have the TVs on the wall, you can put something on. When you're, when you're working at home, it takes the funnel away a little bit, where it's like, ooh, I shouldn't really be watching right now, but I am. It's like, oh, I, I, I'm in my, I'm still in sweatpants. So, like, I can do whatever I want. Um, but, Nick, let's uh, just kind of look through the slate for this weekend. It's a little bit narrow picking, um, but what do, what do you like? Anything that sticks out to you? Um, I think I'm a fan of this Coastal Carolina minus 10 line. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Nor- Northern Illinois, they're, um, they're in the middle of a... Of a uh, of a bit of a turnaround from last year, Northern Illinois. I mean, normally you yeah, they no, weren't no, predicted to be very good. Normally, you think Northern Illinois is like the powerhouse of the MAC. This year is just not the case. Uh, but I think Coastal Carolina covers the minus ten. Um, uh, how about smaller yours? How about schools, your first pick? I, I was going to say I like that as well. I, I like if you're betting on bowl games, the I, I don't want to say mid major, but like not the group of five games are great to bet on. Because you typically don't have guys sitting out. Actually, you have the opposite. It's guys going incredibly hard because it's their last game. Or they're trying to get film out one more time. And this is a great example for if Northern Illinois had anybody that's, you know, a fringe draft guy. If they could put up great film against, you know, not I'm not going to say a powerhouse, but a, a well-respected Coastal Carolina team. So I, I agree. I, I, I like games like that. Um, I, we talked about it last week, this weekend, though. Give me App State minus lay the three points against Western Kentucky. The Boca Raton wet your beak bowl. Shout out, pardon my take. Um, you know, look, if you're going from Boone, North Carolina to the, you know, a nice beach, you're going to play well. So them and Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, although Western Kentucky, quarterback, if he throws like a few more touchdowns, I think he actually sets the, breaks Joe Burrow's record. No way, really? Ba- Bailey Zappi? Bailey Zapp. Yeah, Zappy, yeah, Zappy. I think he can. There, I think he has to ball out. But I think there is like he's within striking distance of Joe Burrow's single season record. Um, Jackson State is going to blow the doors off South Carolina State, Nick. Oh, this is a style points game. This, this is a. Um, you, you just got to be glad to be there, South Carolina State. Yeah, exactly. Shout out South Carolina State. They're the team that had that dude that was like. 55. Yes. That was on their team. People forget about that guy. He just showed up to practice every single day. And like, was he a linebacker or a fullback? I think he was a running back. I think he was a fullback. He was like, I mean, he might've been listed as a tailback, but whatever. But um, yeah, shout out that dude. Just showed up to practice every single day. And then on senior day, they put him in. Um, he was, uh, I included him on my tweet when Bishop Sycamore was going hot in the street. <laughs> that he was one of their guys. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, look, bowl, bowl season, it just simply is the best, like you said, because especially for the week between Christmas and New Year's, where like no one's really doing work anyway, you just have something to watch at all times. Like, you know what, you got to do some chores around the house. Let me throw on Central Michigan versus Boise State in the Arizona Bowl and uh, shout out Barstool. But no, it's going to be... A great bowl season. A bowl season to remember, as some people would say. I, I just went through. I made some picks. I, I, I've i got some bowl picks right ready for right now. Uh, okay. Uh, you, you rattle yours off. I'll rattle mine off. I, I, like I said, I already liked App State minus three. I'll take that. Uh, I'll ride with you with Coastal minus 10, and I'll, I'll find one more while you rattle yours off. Okay. I've, I've got Coastal minus 10 versus uh, Northern Illinois. I've got, check this one out, Minnesota minus four versus West Virginia. I think okay. I think that's a solid pick. Um, Minnesota has that has that redshirt senior quarterback savvy. He's probably trying to go out on a win here. You gotta you gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have Clemson plus one and a half versus Iowa State. I think I think this is Dabo's sink or swim moment for this season. If if if, yes. they, if they get to double digit wins, they go ten and three. 
I don't think the season's a total loss. People people will look back on this season and be like, man, they had a really bad year that year. And then they'll look at the record and go, no, oh, it wasn't that bad. Ten wins. Wow. You're like, yeah, exactly. This is like in five years, you look back and you're like, could have swore they had a really bad year one year. You think they're like around 500. It's like, nope, another 10-win season for Dabo. So I, I agree with you. Um, and le- unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure that gets them to 10 wins. Yeah. I believe you're right. Now, quick question with Fresno State. Their quarterback is not playing, right? He's transferring back to Washington where he started. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Well, I will, I'm will. i going to defer on that one. Fuck it. Give me Jackson State minus 10.5. And that's going to be my third pick. They're, they're going to just run the score up. And by the way, what happened to Dion's foot? I know he had, like, surgery and he almost lost it. Does anyone actually know the official diagnosis? I have, I have zero idea. Okay, fair enough. Um, with that, all your picks, you want to hop into NFL? Absolutely, yeah. Well, I have one more pick. Go for it. This is just a fun game to pick. South Carolina versus North Carolina. Bat- battle of the border. No love lost in that game is what they always say. Um, so I've got UNC minus eight and a half. Sam yeah, Howell. Sam Howell's playing. Is he playing? He's not skipping? Y- yes, he's playing. Oh, then yeah. You, you got to take that. You got to take that. Yeah. So transition right here. If you want an ad, I mean, right now is a great spot. Go ahead and drop it down. You know, whatever. Drop, drop it low. Whatever you want to do. We'll, drop, we'll drop literally give you an ad. We'll give you an ad for basically free. You could Venmo us one penny each and we would put you in here. Um, but now to NFL. Urban Meyer, he's a bad guy. Urban Meyer, not the best dude. And this is coming from an Ohio State fan, not the best guy. So I do, and I and I don't want to like, again, on the record, Urban Meyer, bad guy. I want to say I think the story is being very overblown with him kicking the kicker. Probably. But I for, think it was but, like. But for the kicker, probably not. No, it, it, it's, it's a, and I don't hate the kickers. I mean, it's a petty move. Petty, just got you know what? But it's like this probably more so was like a little bit harder than a play kick and like make the fucking field goals. Like that's probably what it was. And he was like, and he even came out that on a scale of one to 10, it was a five. But he said, and, and then he like, he made it like, he said something along the lines of like, whether you're in an office building or in the NFL, it's unprofessional. Which like, yes, but like also, if you were. If you were like a Pro Bowl kicker, you let that slide. It's also unprofessional to make the rookies go to the front of the room and, and tell everybody their signing bonus. Yes, no, that, that's that's very very true. Um, I think John Gruden also is a fan of that. Which John Gruden that didn't play out well for him. But um, yeah, no, just the Jaguars are just a fucking mess. And and housekeeping, yes, this would get them to ten wins. They're nine to three this year. Okay. Yeah. Fact so, so that. if 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 they get the win in the bowl game, they go ten and three this year. They'll look back. Everyone will look back and be like, "Wow, that was the start of the downfall of Dabo Sweeney." And you look back in ten and three seasons, it's like, not terrible. And one of the losses was to Georgia. Right. 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 The their their three losses were to were to Georgia, um, to Pittsburgh, and what's the last one? I don't know, but I'm sure I think Georgia is the number one. NC State, team. NC State, Georgia, and Wake and uh, Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh Pitt- ended up winning the ACC. Yeah, and they're going to have probably, arguably, the first quarterback taken off the board. Yeah, so I mean, not- a quarterback who changed the rules of football forever. <laughs> which, oh my God, that that fake slide, you were in attendance for it. I, it was very cool to see. I was I was basically sitting. I don't know, roughly in the ozone. I was so high up. Yeah. But even from that high up, you could see the, the pebbles kick up in the air when you did the fake slide. Um, but very cool. I digress. But no, uh, I think the downfall really for Urban Meyer was when he brought in Tim Tebow. At that moment, we're like, everyone was like, I don't think this is going to really work. I don't think he's actually doing his job here. Yeah, he's just like... And, and every, everything that he said the entire season just lent itself to... He doesn't... like. How was he like it, it? It was it was such a comedy of errors that it was like, how was he successful in college? Well, what did he say? He was like, I want to uh, throw for two hundred and fifty and rush for two hundred fifty yards in a game. That's our goal every year. It's like that's only happened like five times since like nineteen ninety five or something. Well, well like, it, that it's a ridiculous also, thing. That and also it, it's it's a matter of whenever they were talking about the 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 rotation of James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. Well, and, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, he knows he knows where all the bodies are buried, but but also 
like he, they asked him about it and he was like, Oh, well, I, I just, I didn't, I don't really make those decisions. The position coaches do Then What the fuck do you do? Nick James Robinson weeks one through 10 is the highest rated running back in the NFL. That man should get every fucking touch until his legs fall off, till his feet are bleeding from running so much. Like, you have a quarterback that is mightily struggling right now, as are all rookie quarterbacks except for Mac Jones, but, like, give that man a million touches. It's not like, um, you know, you're on a team, you can't run the ball. Like, the one of the few things they could do was run. Play to your team's strengths. He just didn't know what he was doing. It's it, it's it's like it's like I told you about about Zach Wilson. Whenever he was struggling in the beginning, you have to put your star quarterback in a position to succeed. To succeed, and yep. they no, weren't I, doing I, it. They weren't doing it. Where yeah. you know, I, I where I said you know, Mark Sanchez, the no, Sanchez, the- they ran the ball six hundred times his rookie year. I mean, well, if you if we said the one quarterback that's not struggling. He won a game throwing the ball three times last week. There you go. Two That's all you have to look at. Mac Jones threw the ball three times and they beat they 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 beat the they they won in the game for number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, they um, I just want to say if the Jets tried to do that, they might lose a thousand to nothing. If there were, was a legitimate <laughs> chance that they would lose a thousand to nothing, it would be like um, what's that? Uh, it, was it Georgia Tech when they used to play teams how to teach teams how to play football and then just beat them? And there was like that one box score where it was like 175 to nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's... That's what it would have been if the Jets tried to do that. But um, but no, just Urban Meyer, he's just a, a shitty person. His daughters are trying to defend him on Twitter now. It's like he needs to just ride into the Montana sunset and do what like Phil Jackson did. Where he just gets a cabin in the middle of nowhere and just disappears. And like every like couple of years he just randomly will pop up and be like, hey, remember that guy? Like, remember Urban Meyer? I, I, th- I think... I think what you need, what we need to do is we need to take how many weeks he was the NFL, he was how many weeks he was in the NFL, divi- d- divide that in half. Okay, six and a half. Make those years, and that's how long away. that's how long he needs to be away. Plus one for covering up domestic violence. Okay, seven and a half years. Just just disappear for seven and a half years. Come back. You'll be a little bit more gray. A little, little bit, little bit more, more, uh, more traction, or a little bit more wear on the tires, mm-hmm. and you come back and you do TV, and everyone loves you again because you're the you're the three time or, three, yeah, three time national championship coach again, and and just and just and just analyze college football and talk about recruiting and and honor and stuff, and people will take you seriously. Yes, look at Lou Holtz; I, I, people still take him seriously. Dude, there's a few people, and I, I've tweeted this like seven times this year. Lee Corso needs to be taken off the air. Uh, he, he's possibly Urban Meyer. I don't think Lee Corso's making it seven and a half more years, though. <laughs> we will have to get a stand-in in between now and then. Um, we talked about this off-air. COVID, obviously, hop, hot in the streets again. Uh, Washington has 21 players that they could possibly play this week. Two of those guys are on IR. So, uh, so they really what, have what's, 19. What's the deal? Are they, are they, going, to, are they going to suspend the game? I don't know, Nick, but I think, and hear me out, they should let this game be a 7-on-7. That would be fun. 7-on-7. That's just not going to happen, but it would be fun. But but it would be, Roger Goodell is hated, right? Yes. You think he he would be celebrated? I think the old NFL fans would have an absolute fit. They would have a bitch fit. They would stomp their feet, and they would cry, and they would do the... They would do that. That's they, what they would they do. They would do the the little kid where they're in the supermarket. They don't get what they want. And they just hold their breath until they pass out, or, or or they just flop on the floor. Oh yeah, and they just act like a dying fish. No, yeah, it would be one or the other. Now, if they were going to play seven on seven, it's seven on seven, fifty yard line to end zone. That's it. <laughs> Who wins? What, what what's the over under on that? Oh, a lot. <laughs> like you, th- you, a you think lot. you think it's. In the sixties, at least, and, and it's and it's sixty minutes in regulation, but you go from fifty yard line in, right? Sixty, no like, like full sixty minutes, fifty yards in, you just you just flip flop around. Oh, that that game is. I think the over under needs to be set at 86, 86 and a half. Okay, fuck it. Maybe we even go college rules. First down, the clock stops. Just like let <laughs> let the boys play. Just really let them get after it. 
that would be where we where we need to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, this I don't know why all of a sudden the NFL has just been like, oh, uh, we've just ignored COVID this whole season. Now we're gonna start caring about it. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. People are traveling. They got family in town. I mean, we're I mean, we're close close to the show. We're getting touched by COVID. I don't want to share people's personal health data, but uh, HIPAA violations, right? But uh, you know, it's it, it it's hitting everywhere. We're we're in a spike right now just because of the holiday season and traveling. And well, it's now, also also people are sick with the cold more. Yeah, I do want to say. To all the fantasy football commissioners out there, Good this luck. is really fucking our season. Good luck. Well, Nick, I, I I know nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy football team, but my dad's team, which I do everything for, every now and then, my, my dad's big thing was that he really wanted Buffalo's kicker. I, I let um, I let him go, and my dad's like, "What the fuck? You let Buffalo's kicker go when he was on? They were on a bye week, and I got him back on waivers, and my dad was like, "Oh, thank God, you got him." So that, that my dad doesn't really know much about fantasy football, but I just want to say um, good luck to his team. His starting roster consisted of um, Anto- or starting like key positions: DeAndre Hopkins out for the year, out out for the year. Um, then he has Justin Jefferson, which like thank God we have Justin Jefferson, right? Because otherwise he'd be really really screwed. Uh, Elijah Moore, who's had a really good second half. Jalen Waddle as the flex. Tough. That's tough. Oh, yeah. And Kareem Hunt was his RB1. That's that's really tough. Yeah. My dad was like, ah, oh, don't know what we're going to do. I was like, yeah, we're going to piecemeal this thing together. We're going to find players that are playing. Fuck it. We're going to have Le'Veon Bell as your starting running back. I don't even know if he's in the NFL still. I know he got released earlier this season, but do you have a legitimate gripe if you wind up coming in last place because of this and you have to do one of the dumb fantasy football rule things? Yeah, I mean, but it's also the nature of the beast. You know, fantasy football is a, it's a fickle it's a bitch. Fickle, yeah, great minds think alike right there, Nick. Fickle bitch, absolutely. Um, but with that being said, why don't we hop into our picks here? Um, I have no idea what our records are. But let's just say that because when we didn't record, we were still putting out picks, and I just I didn't keep track of them. Not We're not trying to hide anything. We're probably, I don't know, a couple games above or a couple games below 500 one way or the other. I, I let's mean, just put it that way. I had some wiggle room. I I, I had I had some wiggle room. Kyle, you were you. I mean, you as you said, you're flying. Close I'm incredibly, to the sun. I'm incredibly average though. Yeah, it's 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 incredible how average you are. Story of my life, baby. <laughs> Story of my life. Um, I don't. Uh, we have one pick that's the same. So on three. One. Um, what's what's the one we have in common? You gotta figure it out quick. I don't see it. Oh, you don't see it? Okay. Well, then, you say you're oh, okay, no, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. One, two, three. Chiefs minus, minus three. three. Chiefs minus three. They're, they're letting up an average of their last three games of, like, nine points or ten points a game. You got to figure they're at – if they're letting up ten points a game, you got to at least figure they're going to score 14 points. Easy W. So yeah. That means – that the Chargers are going to fucking roll them by 100. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Chargers are winning this game like by the same score as the Gi- Giants game, 37-21. <laughs> yeah. e- probably one of my easiest picks of all time. Yeah, but Chiefs minus three, that's what I have as well. Okay, uh, my first pick, Houston minus five. Or, I'm sorry, Jacksonville minus five. Houston has a problem. It's this Jags minus a- five, that's the line? Yep. No that's what, and Unless I just completely misread that. I'm like 99... Point nine percent sure it is Jags minus five, which you can't bet on Jacksonville with Urban Meyer as the head coach, with an interim, which I still think they should have brought in Ed Orgeron to be the interim coach. Yeah, no, Jacksonville minus five. Wow, it you know the the season long total under percentage for uh for Jacksonville one for Jacksonville they're twelve and one. That's hitting at eighty four point six percent. Printing money, printing money. Um, give me the Jags minus five. They've been so bad, but again, every team with rookie quarterbacks have not played well. So this is probably a, a get right game for Lawrence. I will say it. He, I, I heard a stat. Uh, I think it was on part of my take. Actually, he threw four picks, which rookie quarterbacks throw picks three of them though. He had over two and a half seconds to throw the ball. So I don't know if his wide receivers just aren't getting open or what. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, 
we we can talk about the 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 stat with Zach Wilson in a clean pocket for that with that one game that he threw three inter, four interceptions and he three three of them were from inside the pocket with time to throw. Yeah. Second game in the NFL against the Patriots. <laughs> a little bit different, but still. Again, I, I'm not. I'm not shitting on Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I, I literally, I will die on this hill that you have to give rookie quarterbacks time. I, you have to give Davis Mills time. Like you just do. Like they, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, Davis, like Davis Mills last week completed put four, together a pretty good drive. Fourteen passes in a row. Yeah. Put together a few pretty good drives, but they're like baby deers trying to walk on ice. They just, they don't know what's going on. You got to give them two full seasons. Jags um, but, minus five is a jaw dropping line. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's um. They they check the papers in the locker room and they're like, wait, this got to be a misprint. Right. Like, they, right. Even they don't believe it. I, I mean, I mean, we we had we what was it was it uh was it UMass versus New Mexico State this year was yes. the pillow fight bowl. This mm-hmm. is the NFL pillow fight bowl. A hundred percent. Um, my 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 first well my second pick after the Chiefs pick was uh, Vikings minus five and a half versus the Bears. Um, the Bears, uh, I mean Barstool Sportsbook on the web browser is a game changer uh, because Great. the 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 Chicago Bears are um, season long covered percentage um, running at a thirty point eight percent clip. Well, when you have a rookie quarterback and Andy Dalton as your quarterbacks. What do you expect? And, Which and, was really and, the, and the Vikings are covering at a sixty-one and a half percent clip. What the back the backbreaker last week was the, the strip fumble or the sack fumble. Like you you can live with the rookie quarterbacks throwing picks because it happens. But like if you were back in the Bears, that just absolutely killed you. That one. Um, also, like when you have two Aaron Rodgers in the same building, like that's when you need to be scared too. That guy shockingly looks like Aaron Rodgers. The guy in stands. <laughs> Which I I saw a tweet where it was like that guy was a plant. That guy probably was that a guy plant. was a plant. That that was that was just Aaron Rodgers' brother trying to get close to him. That was a homeless man in California that an NBC exec saw and was like, "I got a job for you," and stuck <laughs> him on a plane. Um, my uh, last and final pick, the the Tennessee Titans minus one. I think that because Pittsburgh, because they've had a, you know a couple recent wins, they haven't looked terrible. I think they're getting overvalued right now. Big Ben still can't throw the ball down the field. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this, it is. They were losing by seventy-five million points to the Vikings in the first half. It's it's sink or swim time for the Steelers. Um, it's sink or swim time. I mean, the the AFC North is completely open right now um, because nobody seems to want to win the division. Well, and the Browns have nine guys playing. Right. Um, so it's. It, it's Nick, sink or swim guess, time, but I, I think the Titans do come away with this. Do you know who the Browns starting quarterback for this week is? Um, So Baker's out, correct? Yes. I also just saw Case Keenum tested positive. Yes. So, oh man, give me a hint. He's got the same first name as you. Career backup quarterback. But like when he gets in, you're like, this guy... He can kind of do something. Um, oh, is it Nick Mullins? Yes, it is. Oh my god! Oh wow! Which, which I, I last offseason. My I first thought was Nick Foles, and I was like, "That's not it. That's not it." Yep, gunslinger, uh, Alabama, Southern Alabama, Southern Miss, say, Southern Miss, Brett, Miss. Brett Favre say, alum. Yes, yes. yes. I, I knew it was that geographic area. Um, well, yes. So again, this week is going to be a shit show. I would not recommend putting your bets in until I don't know thirty seconds before kickoff. Literally, like put your put submit as soon as the kicker's foot touches the ball. Yeah, exactly. Um, but until then, Nick, where can the people find you? Oh, do you have one more pick? Um, I no, be- I think. Yes, I, I I have Patriots plus two and a half versus the Colts. Patriots getting points this late in the season take it all day. Yes, yes. And, the Patriots and, uh, should be favorites the, against almost everybody. The Patriots are covering at a 69.2% clip. Well, you got to nice. take them just for that. Just for that. Because nice. that's a nice pick. Yes. Um, where can the people find you online, my friend? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Nick, Or they can find me on Twitter at FumblinBumblin. Perfect. You can find me Kyle underscore Craig4 on Instagram. Kyle underscore Craig36 on Twitter. All social media is going to be at Radio. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Um, we're going to be coming up on the holiday season, so... 
you know what you guys can do? You can listen to the backlog of episodes you probably missed between now and then. Because I'm sure everybody, every now and then people miss an episode. Because I'm sure probably Christmas will take some time off. But catch up on the old episodes. If if I if I had to recommend a couple episodes for you, The Simp Letter jumps out. It has one of the funniest segments we've ever done. Where Ky- I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably Kyle's least favorite segment. Yeah. Um, the Simp Letter jumps out. Also, the interview with, with Johnny Strange. That was fun. Yep. That was a good um, one. And uh, the in- uh, interview with um, Mario Cordo. Mario Cordo does jump out. He's a really nice guy. Love that guy. Want to see when that? I, I'm still waiting on the documentary. So if you're listening to Mario, um, which and I know maybe the Kurt, I mean, the Kurt uh, Baker episode. That, listen to that one so you can listen to how. Kurt, shout out our guy, Kurt. Got into an NFL game, took an NFL snap, and then tweeted the picture of his knee. He because he took the snap in victory formation, took the knee, and he had like just a little bit of grass on there, and took a picture. He's like, I got into an NFL game. Shout out to you. That's I mean honestly like that that's that's like little kid stuff right there, and and I mean I mean that in the best way. Isn't like no, it's like you're saying it's what dreams are made of. It's what dreams are made of. You know, like he said, he's been he's been he's been on NFL rosters. For like five, like was it three or four, four or five three years? years? Three, yeah, four or five years. He's twenty-seven years old. He had never worn the uniform in a game. Suits up, gets to take the knee, and has grass and on his what, knee. That's that's all you can ask for. And what really sucked, especially for him this year, he would have been active, but he had contact tracing. Yeah, so yeah. they had to bring in the boat. Yeah, but anyway, so, but yeah, uh, Kurt Bankard episode. Listen to that. Um, and you listen to how Kyle completely flubbed that. That was that's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't flub it. <laughs> I just talked about a pocket pussy two seconds in. And he couldn't tweet about it. Anyway, you know, hey, he's got to protect you. his brand. You got to respect that. Yeah. Well, on that note, we'll talk to you guys later. See you. Peace.